0: To you from Star Studios in the basement of Jupiter House Coffee in Denton, Texas. This is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a weekly podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr, that consists of interviews with other sign painters and some of the customers and characters Sean comes across while running his studio.
1: Hello, sign painting friends. We are back with another episode of Coffee with a Sign Painter. Today, I have another interview uh, that was conducted um, when we were in Ireland. This one is with Jack Hollins, who's uh, an English sign writer. Um, And we had some really interesting conversations with Jack while we were there. Uh, he's a really smart guy, really uh, passionate and obsessive actually about, um, about the craft. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and talk to Jack. This is at the Red Hen Bar in Limerick, Ireland. And uh, here we go.
2: As I was busy at university and I finished my second year, and we just before we left the end of our second year, all the tutors, they said, right, when you come back, you all need to know exactly what you want to do for a career. Okay. You all have to pick your one individual thing. Like, if you're going to be an illustrator next year, you're going to have to all focus just on your one thing. Um, and I, I had some work experience that summer with different advertising agencies and people like that. Some, some good companies who a lot of people would kill to go and work for. Right. And when I was there, I was talking to all the workers, and I said to everyone, I said, what's your work-life balance like? Because it's always been an important thing for me. I've always wanted to be able to have control on family time or downtime if we want, being able to go where you want and take holidays when you want. And um, I asked everyone in the studios, like, what's your work-life balance like? And so oh, it's terrible. I miss out so much of my kids' lives. And, um, but the money's great, so... You it's know. like a really weird question
1: for a yeah. younger guy. How old are
2: you? I'm 26.
1: So at the time I was you were what? 23 wasn't They must have thought you were totally crazy asking that. Yeah, probably. It's <laughs> awesome that you asked
2: that, but they, they probably thought it was weird. So yeah, that was... Um, I sort of knew from then, after doing the experience with the different studios, that I would never want to work in a design studio. Okay. And so I'm doing this degree, paying loads of money to do a degree, where you're learning to be a designer and I've made my mind up I uh, don't want to be a designer. Okay. But I do love the creativity, I love working like that. And it's just like a natural thing. So I felt a bit stuck. And then the, I had a motorbike crash the first day of that summer holidays. And it was a bit depressing, I had my leg in a cast, and um, uh, I found Dave Smith's video at three in the morning. Okay. And you know, he says that one line in his video, he's like, I think I've got the best job in the world. Uh-huh. And he didn't say it sort of boasting, he just just right. stated it. And I was like, wow, oh, yeah, that looks like the best job in the like world. That looks like the best job <laughs> in the world. You're right, Dave. <laughs> and um, I emailed him after that saying, you know, amazing video, amazing work. Um, is it a viable career, do you think? And he said, phone me up. Uh, Thursday at 8 o'clock and I gave him a call, I had a list of questions okay. all about it and I really wanted to know more about sign writing I sort of, I'd never really knew it existed in this day and age okay. and, and um, he sort of set me off on a load of pointers and things and he sort of gone from there, it's like helped me out so much early on with where to get brushes, different books to buy things to do, tips on how to do things
1: so, at that point, you'd never you'd never picked up a brush or messed I with any
2: of it. I'd always avoided paintbrushes. Yeah? All my life, I've I loved being arty and creative. I like using soft pastels and things, but I'd never like paintbrushes at school or anything because they'd, they'd always be frayed, left in the pot. Yeah, and they're and like, like the my cheapest, My experience of it brushes, was like really yeah. bad, so I always assumed that painting was a messy... Thing is, it and I like nice neat lines and so I'd always avoided paintings. Oh, yeah, I hadn't even picked up a paintbrush really, okay. apart from painting and decorating and stuff like that. I used to always love doing the cutting in on the ceilings or the walls when you're painting and decorating, okay. yeah, things like that. That now I look back and you can think, ah, it's kind of the same there's something I like about just pulling those lines, up. why did I remember those days? Yeah, um, and then growing up. My older brother was really into graffiti. Okay. So that's always been a sort of thing. And um, my all my uncle, my dad, my grandfather, like, ooh, used to draw letters all the time, like birthday cards would all have like big 3D writing with, with yeah. drop shades and stuff. And I've always thought it's really cool and drawn letters like that just for fun. Okay. But I never thought of it as a, a job really a cool. Yeah, that, that, that sort of set me on my path to get into it. Okay, so that
1: conversation with Dave Smith kind of pushed you over the
2: top? Yeah, definitely. So he's sort of, yeah, just let me go, and i followed everything from there.
1: And and you mentioned you, you're you going to
2: take his course, is that right? I took his course. You took to Simon took the course. Simon, okay.
1: Everything's a blur. Yeah. It's yeah. a crazy trip. Yeah, I did it with Jed. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so you're planning on moving down to Australia, when? It's in sort of six weeks now. Six weeks,
3: huh?
2: Yeah, so we've, we've got one-way flights booked, my for the One-way
1: flights. So Yeah, one-way flights. Burn, burning the bridge behind you.
3: Yeah,
2: we booked them about a year ago now. Mm. So, yeah. it's
1: uh, Now, how does that work if, if you're like an English citizen going down there, can you just go and work there? Do you have to fill out paperwork?
2: We're under 30, so there's a a scheme where you can go and live in Canada or South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, and you can work for up to a year if you're under 30. So you can have a working holiday, it's like a long stay, and you can work in bars or whatever. Okay. No more than six months with one employer. Okay. And then you can make it two years if you do three months work out in the fields. I don't think we'll do that yeah, like
1: in the fields. Fields. Yeah, like picking strawberries oh, or something. Okay, yeah, that sounds not great. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> up at five.
1: Cool. So your uh, Will Lines is down there. Are You going to? You're going to be? Yeah, working Will and Nathan them?
2: they came and picked us up. Bickering. Before. Is that? Amazing? Yeah, Nathan Bickering. Bickering okay. Yeah. And he picked us up from the airport. so really kind because Dave Smith again sort of told Will that we were going over to visit. Okay. And He put us in touch. Nice. And. Um, yeah, he picked us up, took us all around. I was sort of blown away by the Sydney Opera House and the, the bridge there. Okay. It's just, wow, this is impressive. And it felt like London in the sun. It's still got loads of history and the old buildings. And right. It's really busy. But no dreariness. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got yeah, sunshine all the yeah. time. And it was winter. Go. And it was like, we got a ferry rack. It was commuting time. And it's About five in the afternoon, everyone's finishing work we are on the ferry going around the bay and you're looking at it, it's winter it was warm we're in t-shirts people are hang gliding people are sort of going around the surfboard people are just doing all this outdoor you're like I stuff. live here yeah, I was like this is just a normal winter's day uh-huh. yeah. and then back in England it's big rain everyone miserable. yeah
1: I, was... we were talking I don't remember who now but we were talking about that the other night of just you know I would rather put up with the heat in yeah. Texas and have regular sunshine and all that then deal with the winters, just me personally. Yeah. Simon goes on and on about how much he loves New York winters and
3: but like, yeah. it's freezing yeah. there, your face goes yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it just hurts.
1: Yeah, it is <laughs> so. painful. Yeah, so... But. So, you came out here, did you and Tobias um, and Ashley all travel together out here?
2: we actually all got the same plane yeah just by yeah, accident um, yeah just by accident okay so like what what motivated you guys to want to come tom just put the word out and okay. sort of got in touch and we've been talking a bit before on instagram so i think he keeps talking about it's a really great world this new instagram uh-huh. so it's all new to him and sort of seeing guys like us working yeah i think he's really into it and just keen to get us all over here so yeah he got in touch he's it? done an enormous amount of work it's amazing I, i'm
1: i'm yeah i th- i'm in awe it's like what in the world are you how are you doing this
2: put it all yeah. and all the work he produces as well yeah is, yeah, yeah amazing
1: yeah it's been really cool too because we've walked a lot of the city yeah. so far and you know every corner there's one of his jobs you know because he signs them yeah and it's really cool to see
2: shows what sort of impact one individual can have on a whole town.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's really powerful. Change the visi- visual landscape, for sure. Yeah, definitely.
2: And it's it's from a small thing. It's like one man. Yeah. There's one man with a paintbrush. Yeah,
1: so. in his studio. I mean, it's small, and you yeah. just doing one job at a time. But, you know, it's beautiful work. And, you know, it, as you've seen, it's like... Oh, wow, it's really windy. As, you, as you've seen, it's like everybody... Everywhere you go knows the guy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> He's, he's like the mayor the or bar, something. yeah. Anyway, yeah, the any yeah. restaurant, yeah, so it's been a lot of fun.
2: I think it's great that he's getting the support from like the council and interest from that, yeah, We're I, I, yeah, just to date some of that.
1: I, I'm, I'm hoping it's opening his eyes a little bit to see that, like, you know, with, with his passion and his, you know, he can do, yeah, yeah, like he can do amazing things, you know, because I think it's uh, all. Sign people I've ever met sign painters um, it's like and an artists in general it's like we've all got this, this especially when it comes to our work this low self esteem that like <laughs> it keeps us from functioning like normal yeah. people you know but you know I see a guy like that and it's like you know he beats himself up about stuff it's like but look what you're doing you're like you the whole the whole city's enthralled yeah. with what you've put together it's amazing
2: you should be really proud shouldn't they you should you should I've got your little book, The Artist's Town. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. To it ages ago.
1: Okay, yeah, that's been out there a while. Yeah, yeah. It's. Nice a uh, picture of you on there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> without the moustache, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. So, what what have you uh, have you been to Ireland before this trip? Once on rugby tour. Okay, so. Remember the pubs. Okay. <laughs> barely? Yeah, barely. I, I'm amazed. Uh, I think Limerick's pretty amazing town. You know, I, did, I didn't know what to expect. You know, yeah. we've, we've never come over here before. But, um, you know, going to that milk market, did you guys get a chance to make the milk market?
2: Not when it was packed. Just uh, yesterday when okay, we went to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it was insane this morning. I took pictures of loaves of bread. Yeah,
2: you showed me, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: like... Don't think I'd normally take a picture of <laughs> loaves of bread, but I was like, this is awesome. It you is know, really we have farmer's markets in the U.S. It's and, a bit like that. Well, it's like, that's what they yeah. want to be when they grow up. Yeah. Is stuff like this. You yeah. Know? Just, you know, they, we went and bought a bottle of wine at the one little um, place there. They do a lot of like, uh, it's like a uh, yeah. butcher shop yeah. and they have keys and all that and the guy came out and he's like explaining the label and pointing out oh i walked through this winery in spain It's <laughs> oh, no.
2: yeah, that's really cool he, like, really knows people. yeah really cool. yeah and cares about what
1: he's selling yeah. it's really cool
2: yeah it's nice to know people like that yeah
1: yeah it makes a big difference in the experience i
2: think we're a bit like that with painting
1: yeah Just i think it, i think P- it, it takes people by surprise that yeah. when they stop and talk to a sign painter i think most like I'll come off the ladder and like talk you know yeah I go, oh do you see this color red you know and I think it surprised them because they're like you know they're interested but I think they're a little gun shy sometimes to talk yeah
2: but I always like to take time and they can't shut you up can they yeah yeah <laughs> you have the same problem yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I just talk all the time yeah it's great because it, you get to meet people and you make things happen yeah just from talking and yeah yeah go in and meet someone in their shop and start talking and they might not need a sign done, and you don't go in there trying to paint a sign. But they'll know someone. Or stuff happens like that. You, they've all got friends, and they've got other shops. And yeah. Things like that. that just to evolve organically.
1: It's more uh, of that like community mm. approach to things. Yeah. You know, like I th- I think how things used to be probably a long time ago where. It's like, oh, yeah. I got this sign painter guy. He'll, he'll hook you up, you know, and
2: he knows about this and that. Yeah, it's just connecting the people together. Yeah, yeah. Not just a Google search.
1: I, I noticed from some of our conversations, which you and I have never met no. prior to this, so this is really cool we got all, all these people to meet. Um, you're like very... Uh, like, you're like some hardcore researcher it seems (laughs) like you like know all the stuff about glass and all the details you told me earlier today you like you looked in gold under magnifying glass and in
2: the stages of burnishing yeah Yeah.
1: so what, what what's gotten you that enthused about it that you're like that I've
2: always liked science and I've always been good at school and naturally excelled at school without much effort it's just sort of seemed a bit natural to just absorb some information like that. If, uh,
1: okay, so you're drawn to find the details behind things.
2: Yeah, and see how things work and why things do things. So yeah, that sort of motivates me a lot and draws me to do the research. Because, um, for instance, I had I was in my paintbrush on my palette and you get bubbles popping up from the from the paint. Thinking, okay. What are these bubbles? And you sort of so I hit the books and start reading. <laughs> it's just the white spirit oxidizing. Okay. So other things like that is I look at something and I want to know why it does that or what's happening. And I just do it with everything. Like why why does you, it You should start on? a blog
1: for all the sign painter geeks. Because I've been painting for over twenty five years and I've I've always wondered, but I've never had the yeah, motivation to go figure out what that was.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, very cool. That's what I like about the old books. These old boys, there's so many of them that would do that, like the Raymond the gold leaf Techniques. Yeah. He'd go out and talk to the glass makers in the factory and, and talk to them about the process of yeah. making glass and, like, is it coated in certain ways? And he's saying about um, he'd have a few glass jobs where the paint would peel off on new in, newly installed glass. Right. But it's something about the ions in the glass are still okay. sort of
1: settling so it's down. So, like, like the outgassing on a car, like we yeah. were talking about last yeah, night, yeah, on the paint, yeah, yeah. So, so
2: it's still doing this process, like a chemical process, yeah. still, currying? and it becomes a soap, technically, between uh-huh. the film of the glass and the paint. Okay. So new glass is a, you know, just give it an extra bonomy, and you'll be fine. So yeah. that you sort of uh, things like that. I think it's good to know.
1: Okay. So is the bulk of what you do
2: on glass? that's my main interest is you know, the gold and the glass mm. um, I don't know what draws me to it but we did my family tree my uncle did my family tree last year or a couple of years ago now and um, we found out we got because my granddad was a musician in a, in a blues band and his dad and his grandparents the whole it goes back as artists so okay. like Victorian painters and the paintings are still sold now and things so. that um, and his other side of the family was a gilder and a scene painter for the theatre. So okay. he would have painted all the backgrounds. Nice. So it's, it's quite a creative bloodline. Yeah, yeah. So I don't... Just I think naturally
1: there's, drawn to it. I think there's something to that. I, I, all the people on my dad's side of the family were all... Either artists or writers, or you know, you know, every everyone that came on the Ukrainian side of the family. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I I don't know if it's. I guess it could be genetic, but I think it's also awareness. You know, mm. when you're told those things from an early age, I yeah. think it starts getting you thinking. Well, that could be something I pursue. You know.
2: Yeah, I remember being really young, and um, we didn't have much money for like, a, the game consoles or anything. Yeah. when you're really young. But my mum would just, would make stuff, you know, we'd uh-huh. get some papers and glue and we'd just sit on the table. Yeah, like, be really crafty. So, growing up like that must, like you say, saying, sort of influence. Yeah, it's like,
1: it's like an option to you, I think. Yeah. Whereas if, if your family if always, you did that. yeah, if your family always were plumbers, you yeah. know, I don't think necessarily you'd be thinking, well, maybe I'll go pursue something like something art harder, or, yeah. you know,
2: Probably a mix of it as well, is it? When I was at uni, I found out I'm dyslexic. Okay. And I think so many signwriters are that struggle with spelling and things. But um, sort of doing a bit of research into that, it's just the way your brain works, and so... Yeah, we've got
1: a lot of autism in our family.
2: Yeah. And I've read
1: somewhat on that too, and it's the same type of thing. It's like uh, autism creates like total OCD obsessiveness, yeah, yeah. But the payoff of that is you you get up, to know someone yeah, really you, well. You, so. Yeah, you you dig your your heels until you yeah. really get good at it. But, but uh, dysle- this dyslexia, um, yeah, that is true. I, I've met so many people involved in this that yeah.
2: you know have that. I've got a memory as well from school of we we're in doing design, like graphic design in school, and. We'd have to draw a square and then make it into a cube. Yeah. And my friend, like my best friend in school, was sitting there trying to draw it. And I could draw it no problem. It's just, yeah, I can draw just it into a cube. It. And he just couldn't get it into his head how to Connect how the, to draw yeah. a cube. He's like drawing the lines at different angles. He's trying to make it, three. like his brain just couldn't process a cube. And it's, So that was like in the way. You know, Okay, so There's some, some people can do, yeah. some people can't do a cube. They can't picture a cube, I and mean, then I could. Really yeah, and well, through. and
1: that, that's something. And the older I've gotten, that's become more fascinating to me is how holistic, like uh, people as a group are, because like in just a stereotype in general, people that are drawn to like being accountants, you know, they're very. You know Yeah, and everything has to go in this little checkbox. And then on the other end of the spectrum you got people like us who are like
3: I just (laughs) got up this
1: morning and started painting something, but the the two need each other. Yeah. And so like without the the artist side of it, you know, that's a very boring world for the accountant. But without the accountant or or someone to keep that kind of stuff going, the artist ends up like everything's chaos because yeah. they didn't take care of the just fine like thing. like show, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, So it but that as I get older and older, that's just the most fascinating thing to me is to see. that like balance. Yeah, balance. the personality types. You know, I think we're all born with certain predispositions, and then yeah. that sets us on a path of what we pursue. And then those, if everything's working right yeah. holistically, people are. You know, you great things can happen because. Yeah the accountant can say okay you've got enough money to go do this, do this and then the artist like you know may just do it anyway even if you can't afford it but you know <laughs> Figure out a way yeah, yeah be but creative, yeah. things balance out a little bit and that to me is really fascinating you know because i know you were talking earlier about psychology and yeah I, I, sure. maybe, maybe that's more an anthropology system. i don't know but
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah social science yeah things. yeah i do love the way the brain works as well as um, my mom's had brain surgery twice
1: Okay.
2: And, uh, so she's obsessed with sort of reading about the brain now. Okay, yeah. There's all these different books. And it's, it's very interesting. My brother's autistic as well. Okay. So I've got an autistic older brother. Okay. And just the way his brain works, like he, um, like he likes to rap a lot, and he's, just the way he can link words together right. using the environment around him. Like his brain's working on a different level that mine yeah. just would never work on. Yeah so and just, just link things the way so natural for him. And I, I think historically I think that
1: was, you know, always viewed as like a disability and I think people are now starting to realize different. that yeah. it's different and in a lot of cases there's autistic better. people that are extremely gifted, you know, yeah. can do amazing, you know, creative things that, you know, maybe 20, 30 years ago they'd be marginalized but now I, I think it's starting it's starting to understand yeah, it more really. yeah like it's just a whole different
2: way of thinking you know yeah. it's just not everyone's brains make the same yeah everyone's yeah. brains are capable of different things yeah well and I think that's like, where these types well, yeah and
1: I think that's where stereotypes you know and, and we're all guilty of it to some extent you yeah. know we, we look at somebody and we're like oh it's that type of person or it's you know that type of guy or whatever but You know, people are much more complex than that and much more varied than that.
2: I also, like, say, I don't want to sound like stereotyping, but it's like chaos theory of patterns of things Mm -hmm. which are infinitely different, but it makes, like, geometry in nature, like the cells of a leaf, or your DNA making your body is all, all completely individual. Like, we are all individuals, but at the same time... They make these waves of patterns. Yeah. They can make in a there. stereotype, which might be true in some form of a sort of coating judgment. Right. Like I've seen a lot of Irish things going on in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, not to stereotype too much, but you know, this thing that you just like, oh alright, yeah. This is sort of where that stereotype comes from probably, all these little things that, that go, like I saw a guy cycling on, on his bike. He had a light on the back, because it's night time. Uh-huh. But he had it down so low that the mudguard was covering it, so he couldn't see it. Okay. But he had the light on. You like, oh man, that's an Irish thing. That's an Irish <laughs> thing to do. And it's stereotyping, but it's yeah. like, you do see these little patterns. But you and that know, will make a stereotype. It, yeah, and
1: if and if it's not uh, adopted in a negative light, I think it's it's kind of sweet in a way, you know. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it's just it like it, have to be bad if you've to got it, yeah. some crazy old uncle that's like doing some crazy old uncle thing and shooting his mouth off or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, oh,
2: it's that crazy old yeah, uncle it, guy. Yeah, but it's endearing. Like my like, granddad had a filthy mouth. Yeah. like, Constantly say bad oh, things. Yeah. Their, yeah, like it's just uh oh, oh, he's one of them old men. You know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and
1: and and. and in that light, you know, it takes on something nice. You can understand nuts.
2: it without yeah. knowing the guy. Yeah,
1: and if somebody takes it to a negative place, it can turn horrible. Yeah. And that's the that's like well, no,
2: Nazi like, thing, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: stereotyping. Yeah, it's this interesting.
2: Like conversation, yeah. Right. <laughs> so how about that one shot? You like that new formula? <laughs> yeah. Um. We need more low-box stuff, right? Yeah, we? yeah. Frying our brains. You know, that uh, when I started
1: the podcast, though, I was like... Trying to figure out, like, if I really commit to this, like, like I don't want to sit around and talk about paint and brushes, you know? You. Um, so much, you can't. Yeah, about. like that'd be like three-minute episode that's got any meaning to it, you know? But um, it was Gary Martin, who's uh, yeah, I know, you're familiar with, him. yeah, I know, everybody knows, gorgeous work, but um, he had called about something, and we were talking on the phone. I'm like, this is an awesome conversation, you know? <laughs> was like, just so. So crazy too. I, I, he was talking about. Um, well, I won't say because it, <laughs> it was funny though. But um, you know, just from that conversation, is like if I do this podcast, like I want to talk about. I want to just be real, like what took all the yeah, yeah. What, whatever is interesting between two people, not just sticking to
2: one thing. I was saying to Vanessa yesterday, who's doing the gilding yeah. as well. Um, I said, have you noticed that every signwriter is crazy? I said, completely nuts. Yeah. I said, so by mathematics, we're also crazy, right? Uh, (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, this must be a special type of crazy to be a signwriter. Yeah, I've never met a sane one. Yeah. So that must mean you're insane.
1: I yeah, that ship sailed long ago. uh, I'm comfortable with that. It's like
2: still coming to terms with that as a young man. Yeah. (laughs) As you get older,
1: it gets a little easier.
2: People have always said I'm weird, but in a good way. Do you laugh a I lot?
3: Do.
2: I laugh a lot. Yeah.
1: There you go. Then you got the yeah, whole. Yeah, you, yeah. you beat the, be the so you <laughs> yeah, You beat the game, then.
3: Yeah. Stop
2: enjoying life. Yeah. Well, and that, thats
1: the the bizarre thing is. I mean, oh, you, so you you see people that are doing their nine to five job, yes. and you know they're, uh, you know buying brand new cars, and you know all of the things that we're told by advertising is normal and if you're not normal unless you do these things. But you know just day after day goes by and they don't have joy in their life.
2: Right? So yeah. you're plateauing out into a neutral grey. Yeah. But if life doesn't have splashes of colour or you know what we're doing here that like helping people prevent suicide is without life's downs you won't have any ups Um, you need that in life you need need some bad stuff for the good stuff to shine and
1: and I think if your life is so predictable that you're not experiencing ups and downs then it's very dull yeah it's sad you know it's like you know again I think we were talking about this last night is you know uh, if you've dealt with struggles with depression or anxiety or these different things in life than, he, contributing to something like what we're doing with this project—that's helping yeah. people, that help people that are suicidal—that has meaning to you. Because you're yeah. like, well, I maybe even just in a small way, I yeah. understand why that's important. Yeah. But if if you're just worried about buying the next, you know, designer yeah. jeans and or so whatever, wrapped up in it, you don't yeah.
2: have a second to think of it,
1: right? And you're not at that point. You're not really feeling anything yeah. either because you're just, you know, you're just. A just worker existing. beat, yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden you're 65 years old and you've got health problems and you're yeah. like, oh crap, it's all gone, you know. it's. Just...
2: This is, is this the deepest podcast we've had so far? Could I've be, been. could yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just depressed people in 70 countries.
2: <laughs> yeah. I hope I bring happiness to people. <laughs> I have to tell a joke. I can show you a joke.
1: Can you show me? Yeah, that, that's not going to it. translate real well in a podcast, but go for it.
2: Does an Irishman touch his shoe?
1: Oh, it's, it's going again. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so so you you come to Ireland to work on this project, and you're
2: telling Irish jokes. <laughs> it's the only one I knew as a kid. I've got some good Irish friends. There, yeah. For instance, the taxi man here. Was the funniest guy ever. Who and was? The taxi guy who came oh, yeah? from the airport. And yeah, the Irish have got such a good sense of humour. And it's, I think a lot of people, in, um, if, you, if you suffer something or if you have a hardship, you can you have to turn it into comedy. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Like, it, that's where the, the happiness comes through because we'll we, we make it happy. Yeah, so no,
1: it. I, I, I've always thought two things with comedy you know one is what you're saying I mean you know, that's proven like yeah. Richard Pryor and all these guys had so many uh, real horrible childhoods yeah. yeah and then it's the uh, intellectual depth to make something funny yeah. I think most comedians are way smarter than the rest of us because they're tapping into something they're spotting something spotting the social cues yeah and they're, and they're, and they're like that's and funny. they make a
2: joke yeah. about it yeah so it was,
1: that's always intriguing I'm, I've Never been able to successfully tell a joke because it's like I botch all the lines and say it at the wrong time. But it's always fascinated me, like
2: you know, it's like I mean, an art in itself. Yeah, isn't it? no,
1: it sure, sure it is because it's like the, the, the comedy all the timing, yeah. and, you know, and just the little nuances that, like you know, point out how ridiculous we all are as human beings. Yeah, you know, and that to me is genius. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, kind
2: of like, there's essence to everything, isn't it? Like you've got your, your rules and your formulas, even for comedy. The same with signs, you know, you follow could lay out your letter space and you can get your, your weights right. You can follow these rules. Now, I'm completely hopeless at designing, but if it, I just follow some rules that are kind of like the key essence and things kind of turn out looking good because you but,
1: just stick to these... But uh, there's soul to it, too. Like, yeah, you know, you hear like an old blues record and, you know, that recording quality might be terrible, And the the guitar playing might be sloppy and the voice isn't perfect and all that, but the soul's there. And I I think there's a huge correlation with that with sign painting where um, I've seen sign painters just do normal, like block lettering sign that you look at and it resonates with you because there's something that they did. You know, you could feel something when they did it that translates, you know, but I think that's. I think that's when it crosses over into art. You yes, know, it, if it, you can make that emotional connection with somebody with whatever it is that you're doing, that's art. It's like a, you're, you're speaking to Toby recommended
2: language. a great book, The Elements of Lettering. And yeah, the, the two authors write together, but okay. they talk about, they break down art and sign writing and things like that. And they just talk about lettering in this perfect way of, that the art of lettering. Um, it's like a really sort of perfect form of art where you are you're doing it for a purpose you're you're communicating something with someone for a purpose i mean that's how you're creating something for a purpose like to do something yeah and it's it's a totally
1: interactive yeah you know and i think that's what's um you know you look at like it's kind of what branding's trying to do and it doesn't always work yeah you know um but you, you look at a, a, a sign, like for a lot of these pubs, for instance, you know, and some of these signs Tom's done here, yeah. it's like, it creates this emotional connection, this vibe where you're like, I want to go sit in there. That, you know, that, that's got um, I think something so, that... So
2: much of life is experienced on a, like an emotional level where we don't think about everything and you don't break down every decision that you make because it would be exhausting. But... People make decisions on that emotional response, so they'll they get a whole feel. It might be just the way the tables are placed outside. Or right, yeah. it's all these subtle little things yeah. which you're absorbing through your senses, and that will make your decision to act.
1: That that's what I've always found fascinating about wine labels. Yeah, because I mean, in, in the bottle, I mean, and sure, some wine snob could argue with me, but inside the bottle, it's essentially, essentially a Cabernet's cabernet, to the most for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but that, the label is what like it it. engages yeah. you and you're like I want to try that one you know yeah. that, that looks good
2: yeah. yeah
1: it looks good it's the yeah. red bottle how yeah. does that look good but it's that label
2: you know power of lettering and think yeah, yeah. So that is yeah. your sign that is a sign yeah. on a bottle and it's got such power it can make you decide right. which make liquid you... to drink yeah it's pretty... which is completely irrelevant but still and, and completely irrational that. yeah
1: because I mean theoretically you should just you know, well, I'm going to get this to have my meal tonight. Yeah. But all this other layers come into it because of that layer. You can't
2: go through life and taste every single wine, for instance. You can't walk down the shopping aisle and... Well, I'll try them all. You'd love to. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then decide... Shane McGowan you maybe did. But. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> See, we have to sort of filter through life like that, don't you?
1: Yeah, and it's, it's interesting how those and that's pure. it's purely a rational emotional reaction yeah but it's also pleasurable and enjoyable because now you've got this thing you take it
2: home look show yeah. your wife look at this bottle it's of wine I got for fancy, dinner right it's got a gold yeah. Foil, yeah, foil yeah yeah, yeah. Like, see how it shines yeah. in the light <laughs> I think we're all magpies essentially yeah right? yes for
1: sure a lot of <laughs> foolishness there but it, it, it is it's those things that like make you happy and that's where again the sign comes in is if you're walking down a street and they've taken the time to, you know, put good signage up from yeah. the different places, even if you're, it, let's say it's eight in the morning and no one's open yet, you still you feel way better walking down that street yeah. than you do some street where it's all Very just sterile. Yeah, generic Helvetica lettering on everything, you know, that's not
2: engaging. So, another, we were talking earlier about the, how I got into sign writing and things, but I also, um, in my first year of uni, I went to Mexico for okay. three weeks and everything there was really vivid and colourful like they paint their buildings of, yeah. like a bright pink it's called Mexican pink or right. a deep blue uh, and I was just like, staring at the wall in, of this house in Mexico just looking at the sun shining on the colour and I was like wow this looks great this is like a really nice paint but <laughs> in London everything's sort of grey and okay. like, miserable and it had a real impact to me just the the difference between, like, color processes I was learning at uni, so... Yeah, and there's a living version, you know. Yeah, so the difference between something that's printed to be pink or displayed pink on a screen, and then the pure pigment of pink in whatever form it is, a chemical form like cobalt for blue or something, you know, that you've got these real chemicals that make these colors that just release light, which is energy waves, in this purest form,
1: yeah, and, and seeing pink in direct sun versus oh, seeing pink yeah. under fluorescent light in a little it's cubicle, different. yeah, totally different experience.
2: So a lot, a lot of my work and research at uni was on the materials and how your how your brain would perceive through your, the eye of these things. Okay, and seeing something in its purest form. It's, it's probably my love of gold is it's so pure. It's the material. It's the color. It's the quality with the glass. It's it's everything that comes together to give this pure finish that can't be matched in any other way.
1: Yeah, and gold fascinates me for that reason. Just the fact that historically it's been revered. Yeah. There's like I think something, something metaphysical that occurs when we see gold or something. I don't know, but I mean it's It's like like, yeah, you react to it it, and it like. Immediately downloads in your brain like a whole history that gold is important. Yeah, you know I don't even know why, but I mean it's you know <laughs> it's seriously so, yeah. something happens when you it's, see yeah, gold a on glass like is that. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like if if you're walking down the street and you oh vinyl white stickers, yeah, you, know, and blah, blah, blah. you see the and the you see gold leaf window. Yeah. It's some. It,
2: it's like looking at fire and it just never gets old. Yeah. I, I go camping a lot and you just stare at the yeah. fire. And you just yeah. Like, yeah, you sit there for hours. Yeah, it's it's just. Why? Why, do you, I, why I, can you look at a fire for yeah. five hours and just go, it's beautiful, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah, I don't it never know. Gets but on. it's tough. <laughs> like yeah. And, and, and there,
1: there's uh, copper to me is very reactive as well. I look at yeah. copper and I'm just like, I want to stare at it. I don't know <laughs> what's happening. Why? Um, but yeah, there's something too. I mean, in, in those like, uh, kind of pure elements, yeah. you know, I think... It, it it's just some kind of connection that's at a level we
2: don't understand. It's, it's like the neon sign behind you. It's, uh, it's, it's just kicking off a real like it trips your eyes out a bit. Yeah. It's really cool, but it's, that's why they're still used today. It's, it's such a nice thing to look at. Yeah. And then um, I saw they're making like fake neons now, it's like mm-hmm. LED strip ones. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. You you know it. You know what you're trying to look at is meant to be a neon light. It just doesn't... It will never give the glow and right. the, the electricity of that neon light behind you. So well, and it's, that... It's same, with, same with chemical when they came out G. with
1: cut vinyl letters. Yes, it is. You know, it's, it's still an S. Yeah. And it's a perfect S. Yeah. But it's not the same, you yeah. know? It's
2: got, it doesn't have that, that buzz about it. Yeah. And hand painting. When you see the brush stroke and the fix and the pure pigment colors. The color yeah. for me is amazing yeah. in paint. And you just don't have that any other way um, and and the little imperfections yeah. that you know, just like the,
1: the, 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 the corner of the letter isn't quite finished off, and yeah. all that. I mean, all of those subtleties gives you know, an energy. Yeah, energy well. a lot of metaphors there too.
2: Yeah, yeah it's kind yeah. of cool. I'm pretty tired. So this is probably helping a lot of this deep stuff <laughs> come out. Right You'll now. sleep like a baby on the plane. Yeah, and then I'll wake up again on the motorbike heading home. <laughs> Did you leave the bike at the it was airport? at the airport, yeah. It felt really cool just jumping off your it's motorbike, jumping tra- on a plane. Uh, world travel. Yeah, yeah, okay. with, a, with a rucksack. I'm yeah. off to meet a load of guys I've never yeah, met. Yeah. See you later, everyone. We're going to go
1: change the world. Yeah. Do <laughs> <The sunroom.
2: laughs> you get some odd looks, so Yeah, that's all right. I covered in paint. I sat down on the plane, and the guy next to me, looked at me. He looked like he just finished work or something. So, <laughs> well, maybe I have, mister, okay? <laughs>
1: or maybe I'm just getting started.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah can't wear anything else you wouldn't judge me if I was in a business suit
1: yeah or would you or or maybe you you should be judging the guy in the business suit
2: ah think about that (laughs) It's quite fun, this sort of chatting about nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like a, e- it's like it's the easy. easiest show in the world. They pay for this as well. This, this is the best job in the world. <laughs> the no one pays me <laughs> anything. I get, I get that some full coffee. That's city rooster. How do you pay his <laughs> you know, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 he's paying you loads of money. Yeah, yeah. We're all rolling. <laughs> yeah. His coffee's great. <laughs> it is very good, yes. That well, was nice of him to supply the show and everything. Yeah, yeah. and it was really cool he came. I'm like, yeah. you know. I've got a
1: bag in my yeah. rucksack. Yeah, right on. Good.
3: Okay, Hepcats, this is the part of the show where we play a song from the Arhuli Archive, so pay attention. You can get these tunes from the legendary Arhuli Records at arhuli.com. Now sit back, open up some One Shot, crank up the volume, and expand your minds, babies. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And that was the Treme Brass Band with My Bucket's Got a Hole in It from the Arhuli compilation They All Played for Us.
0: Coffee with the Sign Painter is brought to you by the Big D Speed Shop in Dallas, Texas. You can find licensed apparel of Sean Starr's original designs at BigDSpeedShop.com. brought to you by full city rooster coffee roasters makers of the sign painters blend coffee that sean drinks in the studio every day now shipping worldwide fullcityrooster.com Coffee with a Sign Painter, hosted by Sean Starr. You can find all sorts of info about the show and sign painting, including previous episodes, at our website, SeanStar.com. <laughs>